Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let me talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome in everybody to Out of Rhythm Fantasy Sports. Yeah, we're just a smudge late, but you know we we're we're trying to we're gonna actually put in a couple new things to for the show to make it you know our presentation a little bit more kick-ass, fun, and who knows. But uh, welcome in everybody. I'm Jamie. That's Eli. And yeah, it's Tuesday. It's freaking Tuesday, and it's dark outside already. God damn. In that time of the year, big boy, it's uh, you know, daylight savings time's coming up in a couple weeks, and uh, yeah, just, uh, whoa. you know, if you got seasonal depression, more reason to watch us, we'll cheer you up. Oh, god, no, not interested, not interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, man, we're supposed to, you know, up where we're at, we're supposed to get uh, snow this weekend, so <laughs> yeah, that's already, yeah, we are already yeah. starting. Are you nuts? Yeah, don't say that. Don't say that stuff. I don't want to see that white fluffy stuff, but god dang. Oh, it's been an interesting, interesting weekend. So how did everybody's weekend go? I mean, I, I know there was a lot of things that happened. Scoring wasn't really great. Running backs were totally shit. I mean, unless you had a couple of wide receivers that went off for you. I mean, other than that, there really wasn't a lot that was kind of going on but but before we kind of just kind of get into our recap here Eli you know what look the running backs had a down week receivers had a down week for the most part except our good friend Josh Downs who we're about to talk about a little later uh he had a big week but you know everybody everybody was down except Kirk Cousins apparently so uh cheery up like we were saying, you know, it's getting that time of the year. Cold's kicking in, darkness kicking in. Go back, watch some of our old content. Go over to Spotify, you know, and we're also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean. Uh, you know, we're 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 a bunch of different platforms, and we're always you know commenting on random stuff on Discord. Uh, you know, Jamie's Jamie's over there quite a bit, so uh, you know that's that's great place to find us. And when this show is done, actually, you can go over to you know our our favorite play spotify and and rewatch this show and we're we are being proven more and more correct as the weeks go on with a lot of these guys that we highlighted during the summertime you know, one by one you know as the season goes on the one guy we didn't mention uh daryl henderson jr he's back from the dead you know that, that he was completely yeah what yeah exactly yeah, yeah. he was completely he, he was completely <laughs> off the radar but he's back so you know even more reason, uh, you know, you would have known about Kyron Williams. You would have known about Puka. You would have known about Tank Dell. And the list goes on and on and on about guys that we we uh, talked up over the summer. So go back and watch some of that. And, uh, yeah, and sit back and enjoy this stream. You know, we're going to talk some waivers. Uh, of course, I'm going to give you some uh, DFS bargains. Joe Jay's going to highlight some players. Uh, get into get into our, our college spotlight uh, probably about an hour from now. And uh, uh, be Xavier Worthy from Texas. So if you're a tech, you're a Hook'em Horns fan, you know, stick around to the end of the stream and uh, and, and check out what he's about. So. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good. Oh, we came yeah. a week early. <laughs> Handing out candy for everyone. Uh, yep. Donovan, nice to see you. Thank you for being here. And, yeah, I'm just, I know, I'm just kind of like. Big D. I know, right? Oh, good gravy. So, 
I know our weekend was a little, well, I was, well, before we get too far, I actually kind of, um, you can follow me on Twitter at AutorhythmFan, which is up there on my screen up there. I've actually been, lately I've been doing some college stuff here. I've been doing a kind of a weekly trend on um, Twitter, kind of the top five things that's kind of been, I did the last week, top five things that's kind of going on with uh, college, kind of like the Washington and, you know, just, just some trending things that, you know, we could see over the weekend, you know, I, you know, it was kind of like the Caleb Williams thing, you know, it will uh, USC go in and uh, defeat uh, the Utah Utes. And my gosh, that was a pretty close game. They ended up losing. So yeah, you can go back and you can, you can check that out. And then I actually did uh, a recap on a lot of the games that I actually watched, which is also on Twitter. And if you're actually in our Discord, I actually got that on our Discord as well. So I've been doing, there's a, a small things I've kind of been doing with the little college scene a little bit too as well. So if you want to go and check those out, you can check those out in Discord and um, my Twitter feed. So go ahead and check that out too as well. Yeah, go, yeah. Jay's been he's been doing some great graphics. He's been uh, uh, put kind of up in the content on college. We'd like to do a little more with that, and you know, hopefully that'll come down the line uh, when we're able to to add add some more content or add a second show. But uh, yeah, he yeah, go check that out. Lots of lots of good stuff over there, and yeah, yeah. I, I mean, speaking of college, you know, USC just they got eight and four written all over them. <laughs> that defense is atrocious. Uh, Caleb, yeah. Caleb just looked dejected on the bench. Like, what what more do I need to do? I mean, this team is awful. Um, yeah, I, I they were saying like you know Clay Helton was the last coach before Lincoln Riley, and he has the same record through twenty two games as as uh, Lincoln Riley does. They're both seventeen and five, and Clay Helton. I don't know if you remember a few years ago with college, but Clay Helton was like universally regarded as a bad coach. And so, yeah, Lincoln Riley hasn't been much better. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know, but uh, you would have, you would have found out about that and Alabama, Tennessee, you know, that was another, that was another good game. Uh, you know, Tennessee, you know, they're, they're not going to have as good of a record as last year. You're not going to be 10 and two again in the regular season, but uh, you know, that, it's good to see that, that, you know, a couple years in a row, they can hang with the big boys. I mean, I mean they, they, they're they definitely a, a top 20 pro, at least a top 20 program now. So, I mean, it's good to see what, what Josh Heupel's doing there. They can hang with the, they can hang with the LSUs and the Alabamas and the, and we'll see what they can do against Georgia in a couple weeks, but yeah, lots of, lots of goodies from college. Yeah. I mean, two, Tulane came in, they uh, beat North Texas. That was a pretty huge game there. Ohio State was, I mean, I watched just a little bit of that game. It was, it was, I mean, Marvin Harrison Jr. came out and had like 100, 133 yards of touchdown. Yeah, it was kind of a low scoring game, but they came, you know, so they came in and freaking, yeah, he had like, yeah, he had like 162 yards and a touchdown. You know, Michigan, oh my God. You know, I was actually, I we were kind of talking back and forth, or you sent me a message that night, and I was like, just watching some of the games, catching some grub, and, um, you know, Jay, you know, McCarthy looked pretty good. Um, you know, he had to help some help from his uh Blake Corum, you know, Roman Wilson. He had a little bit of a, in touch with this and they beat, you know, they beat Mich uh, Michigan, beat um Michigan State 49 to zip. So I mean I had the Michigan State defense that was pretty stout. Um yeah. Tennessee <laughs> right. Um Tennessee now, you know. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> Tennessee, yeah, they actually. I thought they were actually going to win this game, but they really didn't. You know, um, you know, 
Milton had a he had a rushing touchdown in this game. You know, he, you know, he had uh, 59 yards on the ground. He threw for 271 yards, but they just, you know, I mean, squirrel, squirrel, white kind of contributed a little bit with 10 receptions, 111 yards, no touchdown though. But I mean, it was a pretty close game. They lost that one. You know, Texas beat Houston. That was a pretty close game. Um, and then they, you know, we talked to, you know, UNC Caleb Williams was, you know, he looked kind of defeated in this game. I mean, they came back with, you know, the defense had a touchdown for them late. Um, but, you know, initially, I know the, you know, um, Barnes, the Utah, pretty much the quarterback. Third string it. quarterback. Third yeah. string quarterback. <laughs> yeah. you know, beat, beat, beating the all-powerful Lincoln Riley in USC, man. Uh, yeah. That was, that was, that's the, like the third time in a row that uh, Utah's beat USC in the last couple of years. So they oh, own God. renting real estate in their head, I guess. I don't know. Yep. Sorry, um, his story takes out. It's all in the Discord channel. Yep, thank you, Donovan. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, um, thank you. We tell no lies. Yeah, yes. Uh, what's, hap what's happening, man? Uh, appreciate you actually joining. Uh, he's he actually just um joined our Discord here just the other day. He's in the he's in one of our basketball. Um, it's on Sleeper, and I think he joined our the one on um yahoo too as well so i mean he's so if you guys are into baseball too i knew even though this was a football show i mean there's we have some basketball stuff in there too so i do a little both Ian and i we do a little basketball too as well but the first game is actually playing right now i did a dfs lineup too as well tonight <laughs> um but yeah so, um, lakers, lakers and lakers and nuggets yeah that game's on right now it's on the tv in the other room so so when we're done here i might go check some of that out oh, oh yeah um, yeah <laughs> but yeah if you guys can please like and you know if you guys haven't you know subscribe to us like the video and uh join our discord too as well it's all down below so i mean come in you know join you know tunes just joined uh, just the other day you know he's giving me crap about we have our first matchup together you know so he's giving me crap already and and whatnot so i mean it's always fun times yep um you know i thought pittsburgh you know i'm just gonna i'll just finish up this recap um Pittsburgh, they struggled a little bit. You know, um, Valix had a couple touchdowns, but even though they lost to Wake Forest, um, yeah, you know, like, you know, Pittsburgh, you know, I was kind of excited to kind of see them a little play a little bit, you know, since they had Pickens there and see what kind of offense they would have without him being there. And it was a pretty close game. Um, Colorado State, they really. They Go ahead. I was going to say quick. Uh, Jay, about about the Pittsburgh program. I mean, just think: two years ago, they had Kenny Pickett at quarterback and Jordan Addison at receiver. Yeah, they did. You know, they so I mean, they can get high high level players there there in the you know the ACC. You know, Florida State's great, obviously, and and uh, you know UNC was until this past weekend. But you know, there's no reason why Pittsburgh can't be a top five ACC program. You know, get up there and, and get you know get some more recruits in there. Yeah, I think they just, I think, you know, I think they struggle a little bit. I mean, if you got, you got teams like Oregon, Oregon State, you know, it's, you know, you would think Colorado State with, you know, I mean, they were, they were kind of a ranked team there for the last couple of weeks and they fell out, you know, so, I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of one of those, kind of those, kind of one of those things, you know, you know, like Minnesota, I mean, they're not a bad football team either. And they, they had some great prospects. I mean, they had the running back um, last year that came out he was with, uh, can't remember where he signed. I don't know if it was the Patriots or something. They cut him and then Detroit picked him up. Oh no, he was a free agent. I think I think it drafted. He was with one team and then he got um, signed by uh, 
the Lions there, and he was like a thousand some odd yard running back last year. I mean, Oregon State, dude, they barely snipped across, you know, uh, Washington State Cougars. That game was a pretty well electric, you know, mix hat, um, Joe Mixon, or not Joe Mixon, you know, they, it all sounds the same. Um, Bo Nix actually, um, he had a rushing touchdown in there. Um, he had, I think, I'm trying to think what else. Hmm. Oh, you meant, oh, you meant, or yeah, you meant Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. Not, not yeah, Oregon no, yep, yep. no, they played Washington State. They played the Cougars. So that game was pretty electric. Um, Bucky Irvin, he ran all over the, you know, he ran all over the Cougars, 129 yards, 15 carries. He had three touchdowns. Um, Tez Johnson had a touchdown, 94 yards with six receptions in that game. Um, you know, we kind of talked about Utah game. They, you know, Bryce Barnes played pretty, he pretty much, he played a crucial role in leading the Utes to a victory um, in the, in the fourth quarter. He actually, you know, he actually set up the winning kick. Um, he actually had, he ran for 19 yards to actually get that set up with, which was plain insane. Um, the running back Jada Quinn Jackson, he rushed for about 177 yards on just on, on freaking USC, which is insane. He didn't have a touchdown, but, um, Sion Valky, who made, he had five receptions for 149 yards and he scored two touchdowns. So, Utah was just, you know, without them having, you know, their main, you know, quarterback anymore, you know. So, I mean, he's out for the season, even though he's a prospect for the NFL draft this year, too, as well. Um, Cam, Cam Rising. Yep. Yes, Cam Rising. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to be talking about some of these guys, but, you know, talking about talking about this anyways. Um, and Washington, they looked yeah, horrible. So. I was watching that game. That game looked shitty. I mean, they had... They barely put up any points, any yards. I mean, Penix struggled a lot. He only he threw two interceptions. He was blow. He was actually blow his normal average of 400 yards per game. Um, the offense just totally struggled. Pa, you know, Polk had nine grabs for 102 yards, no touchdowns. But you know, Odunze had only 82 yards, five receptions. But you know, the, the Huskies' defense actually helped. You know, the Huskies sealed the win, your alpha interception for a touchdown. But yeah, that, that that's kind of my recap on the weekend. I think this well, that's I think why I call go ahead. I was gonna say that's why they're a they're that's why they're a playoff level team, though. You know, USC couldn't do that, and uh obviously Penn State couldn't hang with Ohio State. You know, they've had a good defense all year, couldn't stop Ohio State when they needed to, couldn't stop Harrison Jr. So Washington to me, yeah, they're they're definitely the cream of the crop in the Pac-12, you know, yeah, because, because actually, of that defense that can bail, can bail them out. You know, you have Penix is that you're going to have one or two stinkers a year. Even the best quarterbacks will, Caleb will, and Penix and all these guys. But it's the Washington's defense there that's going to, I, I think, eventually get them one of the four playoff spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a top five, so I mean, I, I, I think they'll be in commence of the for for a playoff mixture in there. So, I and that's pretty much a guaranteed. But I mean, other than that, um my football recap for the NFL. It was not bad. I went 12 and five. I was almost, I almost went six and zero in Yahoo. You know, one of our, um, one of the guys, you know, in Jared's league, I just funny part is I should have picked up a linebacker or something. I probably would have, would have won the matchup. I had some guys I was down. Came back. Yeah. Hey, in that IDP league. Yeah. In that IDP league. I, oh, I yep. was, I was, 
it came down. All I needed was Ayukin to get maybe like another reception and a few more yards. I would have won. I would have won the matchup. I would have been happy. But I, I had a few close matchups, you know. But I mean, it was it came down the wire for Monday night. You know, you know Ayukin, Addison. I had I even had um, Hawkinson in a couple leagues. So I mean, overall, it wasn't a bad weekend for the low scoring. With you know, you know, the running backs didn't do well. You know. But we'll get into some other stuff, too, that and we'll probably bring up later in the show, too, here. But I think that kind of yeah, recaps I, the week. No, I, yeah, no, I, no, I, that's that's I mean, when you when you're managing 17 teams, I mean, you're not going to you might once a year, you might be 15 and two or something, you know, some crazy where you just, where you just, you know, bang, crank out win after win after win. It's just, you know, when you do as much as you do this, but uh, I, I was going to say, I'm about ready to phone up the 72 dolphins because in our 16 man uh, uh, out of rhythm invitational, I'm seven and Owen in first place. Just, just wanted everybody to know that. Yeah. So yeah. We're, 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 yeah. Yeah. Let me talk to you. Uh, got, got seven, you know, seven down, seven more to go. I saw like Bill Belichick here on to, on to, on to Cincinnati, on, on to New England, or on to New York. Uh, seven more to go, and then you know try to try to take it home in the playoffs, and and we'll we'll see what happens here. But it's been a great start. But the other leagues are you know okay. I they any the other teams range between five and two and three and four, so they're kind of in the the mid there. But that that seven and zero team that's firing on all cylinders. Bam bam. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm, you know, in sleeper, I'm pretty much, you know, I'm, you know, I'm 500 and most all in all those, especially the dynasty and stuff like that. So, I'm, so I'm all, I'm all up on, you know, so I'm all 500. You know, I got, I think I might be sub, sub 500 and one. But I mean, other than that, I mean, overall, I'm pretty well happy. I mean, I'm 702 as well in a couple, um, NFL leagues, um, on that side of the. NFL fantasy anyway. So I'm 7-0 in actually two of those leagues over there. I'm pretty pretty happy with that. And they're just 10 mans, you know. So I mean other than that, I'm surprised I'm 7-0, but hopefully I can continue to streak. I just remember our invitational, I was the guy to beat last year because you know you're you doing were. the same thing I was last year. You know, I had a I probably would have had a 16 0 week or season, but I ended up losing, I think one or two games in there. But I was pretty disappointed with that. But I mean, overall, I mean you're you're gonna go down one of these we, weeks. We know we, <laughs> we, we 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 know we know the rotten scoundrel who ended up winning that championship. And and I'll I'll uh, mark my words. He ain't gonna win it. Yeah, <laughs> he ain't gonna win that again. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming for you, boy. But you, you know you know the funny thing is actually um, in our old um, twin turbo league, I actually started at the bottom, and now I'm actually in the mix of actually being in the middle of things now being a three and four team, you know, so I'm actually, I'm borderline of actually, you know, going up, catching everybody being in the playoff hunt. So I'm come, pretty happy come, with that. We come in. We come in. Yeah. It's funny thing. You know, there are a couple of these guys at the bottom, bottom of our leagues was actually at the top, you know, West was actually at the top. Now he's actually, he was actually, up there now he's actually at he's gonna be a sub 500 team here pretty pretty damn shortly after his poor poor trade he made you know who who trades off Bijan for crappy shit for crappy players but you know that, that's that's what happens you know that's just kind of so he so he did so he did wait 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 so, wait so he did make that trade with josh that's official 
Yeah, it's been official a couple weeks you, ago. You let, Jamie, Jamie, do you want to let the audience know? Do you want to <laughs> let the audience know exactly what this trade was? I, I think we said something on the show, but just so everybody's cl clear on this, tell them about that trade. Oh, so 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 one of the guys he so he was actually want needed. Well, I mean, he needed a better quarterback, so he gave away Goff and Bijan to get um, Joshua Kelly and. Um, and then he ended up getting Herbert in my eyes. That was just a piss poor trade who, I mean, who gives up Bijan for scrap for scrap. I mean, he had Saquon Barkley. I would have been, no, give me for, for that. I was like, give me Barkley and whatnot. I mean, to me, that would have been a bit, a bit more of a better trade, but you now I told him, I was like, dude, this, this trade's going to kick you in the ass and it's starting to show. Yeah. Starting to show. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good God, man. Yeah, that's that, that's a that's a redraft, right? That's a year to year. No, that's our keeper league. That's our yeah, keeper wonder, league. I, oh, it is a keeper league. Okay. Uh, I was gonna say Justin Herbert. You know, he's kind of struggling right now, but he's still Justin Herbert. But yeah, Josh Kelly is 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 junk. He's trash. And we might yeah, talk about him here in a you know just based on the head. He might be filling in some more for Eckler, but we saw what he he did a couple weeks there when Eckler was hurt. You know, it's not a not a feature back, and you know, giving up Bijan this early, Bijan's going to be a keeper for years to come. I, I know, he, yeah, you know, he kind of had an illness in this you know past week, but I mean, he's still still Bijan, and you know, Goff Goff's been playing a lot better. I think Goff, as long as, as long as Goff is a lion, as long as Ben Johnson's the OC there, he's going to be uh, a top ten quarterback. So, uh, yeah, it's just a dumb move. Yeah, that's you know that's what I think of it. <laughs> uh, but all right, let's let's uh, let's get over to uh, let's get over since you know that's kind of since we're kind of transitioning into you know just talking about players and stuff like that. I I want to talk about Joshua Palmer here. I mean, uh, you know or that Herbert case. Stories. I know. I mean, it's it's kind of coming down to where's Quentin Johnson? Where's Quentin Johnson? It's like, nope, Joshua Palmer is in the mix. He had 20, 25 fancy points. He was out in 98% of his snaps. He had seven targets, 133 yards, 26 yards per catch. I mean, this guy is a number three. I mean, with Williams being out and, you know, Johnson just being irrelevant, it's annoying. It's annoying for me because – I wanted him to shine, but with Joshua Palmer kind of being in the mix, this is what's going to happen. And it showed that he had the ability to actually just beat up this Chiefs defense. I was, you know, I was, even though I did kind of sleep, I actually missed most of the first half games. I was actually watching the second half games. Yep. Like, all right, I wanted to see, you know, so I was watching, you know, there was a couple other games I'll probably mention too. Um, but Palmer, I mean, he looked, he looked good. I mean, he actually outplayed freaking Keenan Allen, um, which was kind of like I was kind of surprised that Keenan Allen didn't actually eat, you know, eat up some yards against his watch or Chiefs defense. I was pretty impressed with that. But Palmer for coming in being a number, he's probably the number two now since Quentin Johnson is being yeah. irrelevant at all. You know, so it's to me, I guess if pa Joshua Palmer is out there. I think he's actually in, a, got, in one gotta, of my. If he's out there, you got you got to get. I mean, at this point, it's, it's a, a little late in the game to trade for him. You know, you're gonna have to. You know, his name is out there, and he's kind of repeating what he did last year. 
I mean, if we all remember when he filled in uh, when Keenan Allen was banged up and it was him and Mike Williams, I mean, he was a good number two. He's a good number two now. Like, obviously, if you're going to be a Super Bowl contending team, he's going to be your number three. He's got a really good number. He's a Tyler Boyd, really good number three. But, um, I, I yeah, Josh Palmer, he's just doing what he did last year when he was, he's filling in nicely as number two. Quentin Johnston, MIA, nowhere to be found. Um, you know, I know you weren't as high on him as I was. So, I I mean, it, it could always turn around. Like Jalen Hyatt, Jalen Hyatt from the Giants, you know, had 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 two, two grabs, 75 yards this past weekend. So, It'll come in spurts, you know, with these rookies. I'm not going to completely write, you know, because of the talent, because of the size, because of the the pedigree. I'll, I'll just, I'll, you know, I'll give him this season as a wash. But if he's still, you know, not getting targets, you know, if he's still pulling the same stuff next year, yeah, uh, uh, drop, you know, stay away from him like the like like the damn plague, and don't draft him, <laughs> don't touch him. It, it, to me, then he screams bust. But you know what? Six, seven games into his NFL career, I'll I'll let it slide. But yeah, he should be out there. Quinn Johnston, if you and I'm and a lot of people did. I mean, he was a high first round pick. I mean, he he should he should be out, out there getting targets and he and he's catching one ball a game. That's just not good enough for a first round receiver. Yeah, it's not. It's I mean, he's getting outplayed by a you know Joshua Palmer. I mean, he's his this is his second Absolutely. year. I mean, he's and he's pretty much a waiver wire guy. I mean, he's a guy that's kind of a boomer bust kind of guy. You don't know what you're yep. going to get from this guy. So I mean, he he's a guy who just kind of he's like a one week wonder. You hopefully you know he's kind of like well you hope he actually booms against this you know one this whatever team they're playing at that week. You know, so he he's kind of one of those guys, and then you know you kind of get off of him. I, I mean, honestly, most of this whole I mean total targets right now um he is actually he actually had let me look here 33 target 35 targets on the season so i mean he's getting with williams being out he's actually getting getting actually his target rate is actually kind of going up here which is a plus i mean he's he's actually been he's probably averaging about seven targets per game so i mean that's actually gone up you know um with williams being out and william and johnson not really doing anything so I mean, now with uh, Palmer, this is Palmer's 133-yard game is probably the best you know he probably done throughout his career. Actually, I mean, if I actually went back and I would have to go back and look at his last year's season to see what he actually did, but I don't think any I don't think he had any games that were over 100 some odd yards. They're always kind of a 30 or 40 yard game, maybe a touchdown in there, you know, just, just little small stats that don't really matter too much. It might get you a couple, you know, 15, 10 points per game, you know, depends on what depends on who they're playing anyways. But yeah, I think that kind of, you have anything else on Joshua Palmer offhand? Um, there's a, there's a guy from Minnesota who I'm going to talk about in our waivers. Um, Brandon Powell. Brandon Powell kind of reminds me of of this year's version of of you know the, the 2022 Josh Palmer. Like I could see Powell stepping in next year for you know if they you know like get rid of KJ Osborne for example if they need the cap space to to re-sign JJ and you know if if it would be Powell Addison and and JJ as the Vikings receivers going into next year for example. So I think Powell uh, he he's a good you know uh, comp this year because he's he's kind of putting up those. Like what Josh Palmer was doing last year, a lot of those four catch, sixty yard kind of, you know, kind of, you know, 
dip your toe in the water a little bit, kind of see see what they can bring to the table as rookies. And and uh, yeah, I know Josh Palmer. Yeah, definitely definitely stepping it up for sure. I would uh I I keep him around. I in any size league, I would at least stash him on the bench because right now at at worst he's the number two uh, uh with with Justin Herbert. I mean Justin Herbert still slinging it, not perfect, but yeah you, you can't you got to have you got to have Palmer at least on your bench. I mean he, there's no excuse why he's not why he he shouldn't be on every roster. Yeah, I was actually just looking here at his last year's stats here, week eleven playing Kansas City. He actually put up um, yep. 30, 30, 30.6 fantasy points. He was actually wide receiver three on, on that uh, on that day. Ten targets, um, eight receptions, um, 106 yards. Um, no, wait, not 106. Yeah, 106. Well, he actually had another game with 106. Isn't that impressive? But he had two touchdowns in that game. So any chance that, uh, you know, the Chargers and, Giants, or Chargers and Chiefs are playing, just plug him in because yeah. yeah, plug yeah, plug yeah, plug him in, plug, plug him in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. That's that, that's, that's enough of Joshua Palmer. Last night, though, my good gracious, my good gracious, man, freaking wow. Jordan Addison. I think this this was this was the game we all we all all been waiting for. Yeah. Yeah, so Jordan, <laughs> Jordan Addison put it, you know, it all just gives or take on your league settings. But in, in the league that I have him in, he put up 42 points. He was out on 74% snaps. He was he was kind of in and out too as well because, I mean, he had some cramping. And I was like, you know, I when he actually headed back to the locker room, I'm like, oh, God, hopefully it's nothing, like nothing major. I'm like, so I wasn't, I was like, God damn it. I'm like, no, stay in, stay in, dude. I need the points as many as I can. But yeah, so other than that, he actually had 10 targets, seven receptions, 123 yards, two touchdowns, 17.5 yards per catch. And he was actually averaging, oh shit. Um, he was actually averaging yards per target is 12.3. So even though that the 49ers defense is pretty stout defense. He was actually getting separation from these DBs, you know. So I mean, he was getting down, getting down the field. There was a couple of them, you know. Um, I can't remember who the DB was that was on him. It was funny because he actually snagged away one touch, um, one reception from him for an inter interception. The next time that happened, J Addison was like, "No, give me that damn ball," and he was like down the field. So I was just like. I was happy. I was I was pretty pretty soaked about Jordan Jordan Addison the way he looked, with him actually filling in, with with Jefferson being gone. This is kind of the production you want to get from from Addison. You want these freaking you want you want him to be the target monster. You want him to get you know hundred some yard games, these touchdowns in there. It was it was great to see him step up into that number one number one role because we we've seen KJ Osborne. He's not he. he Sorry, a couple of years of this, he's filled in for Thielen. He's filled in for other guys. Like, uh, he doesn't have it in him. KJ Osborne does not have it in him to step it up to to the level of of Jordan Addison. Or a Addison, uh, I mean, they're they're Vikings are up to three and four, man. I mean, they've won a couple games without without Jefferson now, and you know that's that's boding well for the future. You know, because he's still on. You know, Addison's gonna be on a rookie contract for a couple of years. You pay JJ. Got two lethal lethal receivers these they're gonna be you know if, if the Bengals lose higgins which they probably will i mean this will be 
you know, the Vikings will be right up there with, with Tyreek and Waddle and, you know, some of the best one, two combos in the league. I mean, I mean, Addison already got six touchdowns. It wasn't just today, you know, or yesterday when he had two TDs. I mean, he had four before that. He's got, he's, uh, I think he's number two in the league in receiving hey, touchdowns. So, I mean, Addison's having a, and, and this, this, yeah, this could end up being one, you know, filling in for Jefferson. He's just going to pad those stats some more. I, I, I don't see why he can't end up with 12 touchdowns at the end of the year, which has got to be one of the, you know, better rookie seasons of all time. I, I don't see any reason why he can't get to 12. So, I mean, this, this guy, I mean, he's a monster right now. I could probably see him maybe getting to 10, possibly, you know, if, I mean, especially if it depends on who they're playing, you know, they have a couple, they play Green Bay next, Atlanta, um, the, the Saints, you know, bad, I could maybe bad, see Denver. bad, 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 um, Denver, more bad, yeah, Denver, bad, <laughs> bad, Denver, um, Denver's defense is kind of stepping up, but I mean, there's a good opportunity for him to get a couple of a possible couple of touchdowns there. They play the Bears in week 12. See, it's easy to step up. It's easy to step up when you play Jordan Love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And, you know, and, and yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's kind of been shit in the bed lately. But yeah, yeah, Addison, man. He's, yeah, I've been very, you were, you were higher on him than I was. I mean, this, he's, yeah, he is, he is, uh, he's the bee's knees, as they say. Well, well I mean, if you think about it, I mean, he played, he played uh, one year, I think he played one year with Kenny Pickett before. He transferred to USC and played with Caleb yep. Williams and it and it yep. showed, you know, his you know, with, with him going to USC, how he just blossomed even more with getting touchdowns. Two two years. Oh, I think it was Oh, Jay, I think it was two years with Pickett, but yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I was just saying from a year ago, I mean, from him playing with Pickett, going transferring to, you know, playing with uh, Caleb Williams, to, to, totally different offenses. You know, I mean, I think, you know, they were even I think they were even ranked back, you know, I'd have, I'd have to go back at 2022, but I'm sure USC was ranked pretty high back then too, as well yeah, with them, yeah, you know, um, getting an addition of Addison, you know, I kind of was watching, I kind of ended up watching that a little bit too, when he transferred to, you know, um, USC and he just tore it up, you know, which is why he was a pretty high draft pick as well with the Vikings, which to me was not a bad landing spot because I mean, with Jefferson being on the other side and, you know, with a little bit of Hawkinson, you know, you just, you know, was we weren't really quite sure when we actually what he was actually going to do in the offense from what um, when we broke us down this summer. You know, with Jefferson being gone now, I mean, this is great. I mean, totally just great for him to just blossom even more. Great for people who have him in dynasty and whatnot, and you know, keepers leagues. It's not a bad addition, you know, to just hold him for this, next year. Absolutely. Keeper. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to be one of your three keepers. Uh, I, I dare to say, yeah, I, he's, he's on that trajectory for sure. Um, you pretend you didn't say that. Donovan, I'll pretend I didn't say that. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, this Vikings, this Vikings team is, is dangerous. I know he doesn't want to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Packer, he doesn't want to hear that, but this Vikings team is dangerous. That offense, uh, even Cam Akers, who they picked up for, for a ham sandwich. Even, even he's getting in on the action. You know, Akers doesn't look too bad. Uh, in that Vikings offense, but Cousins is rolling right now. He's like the number, you know, between passer rating, yards, TDs, uh, Kirk's in top, the top five and all of those. So, I mean, he's firing on all cylinders. They'll get JJ back, you know, probably week 10, week 11 ish. So that, yeah, this, this, yeah, this team's dangerous. I immediately regret this decision. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right but- off the Viking. Yeah. We regret right off the Vikings early. They're no, they're they're dangerous. <laughs> but I, 
I mean, other than that, I think that kind of wraps up Jordan Addison. Um, you know, our evaluation, you know, I has, I had, I had high hopes for him coming into the season as well for being a rookie and, you know, landing with, you know, um, taking over that Thielen role, which is showing why they, they wanted him, needed him. Cause I mean, look what he's doing, 123 yards. I mean, this is what he's capable of doing. So it's, I'm happy. Yep. I was happy to see his production last night. It's it's only going to rise. It's only going to rise more. You know, the funny thing is, is I mentioned on a different show a while back ago about Addison, you know, with people who have Jefferson, they should have gone out and actually tried to um, acquire Addison for in, in a trade to see what they could have gotten from him to actually keep that um target share kind of go well not really target share kind of keep their um wide receiver bench open with addison being there with the flake of jefferson being gone what? i mentioned that the, now now it would be, I, would, I agree with you all right so let's so let's just say now it would be impossible to get addison without without you know backing up the brinks truck but like what what do you think you know let's say three weeks ago what would you have had to given up to to get addison like what kind of a player? What level player? What David David Montgomery? I'm trying to think of like you know well, this is this is before he started really turning it up. Like you think like an Addison David Montgomery trade from let's say three I mean, weeks ago would have been fair. I mean, or a T Higgins, like a T Higgins kind of kind of oh, kind of like a Ooh. wide receiver twos, you know. So I mean, kind of maybe a T Higgins for Addison because they were kind of the they're kind of putting up the you know Higgins kind of has some upside, you know, if Chase Everett gets hurt. Higgins, Higgins falls into that wide receiver one. So, I mean, that wouldn't, that would have been a good fair to me. It would have been a good, you know, I actually just, the funny thing that you say that some guy offered me in our 16 team league, some guy actually uh, offered me uh feeling for Higgins. And I'm like, yep, I'm like, I was kind of frustrated with Higgins. So I actually, I'm like, I'll take, I'll take Thielen right now, which Thielen is actually kind of the wide receiver one right now. So yeah, surprise or not, I mean, t- team is t- awful, but Adam Thielen's having you know his best year in probably four or five years. So, I was actually yeah, a good was, trade for time. Yeah, being. so I was saying, yeah, I was at the first because they're both on buy. I'm like, eh. at first I was kind of hesitant, you know. I was like, you know what, screw it, I'm actually gonna do this trade, you know. So I'm like, I I kind of had enough of T Higgins, and um, I rather have someone who's actually getting some targets and touchdowns right now. So if it, if it hopefully it doesn't bite me in the end, but. You know, for me, I, you know, as soon as Jefferson went down, I probably would have been trying to trade for Addison just because you had that, you know, target guy, you know, as Jefferson is, you know, Addison, he's pretty much that next guy up in that, in that role. So, but a lot of people were saying, no, you probably shouldn't do it. I would have done it. I would have gotten anything with him getting actually, you know, a bump and rise and all that stuff. But that's just my opinion. You guys should have maybe traded for Addison a couple of weeks ago. And you guys would have been happy without with him filling in the role of Jefferson. <laughs> All right. Um, last but not least, I got just one more guy here. It's the, the badger, the the pageant, the the pageant, the the badger, the the the, the QB one for the Bears. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, <laughs> Tyson Pageant. Um, I actually kind of dig some digging into him a little bit. Um. I think he was drafted by the Bears. I, I didn't, or he was un, undrafted. I can't remember which one it was, but he. Keep talking. Um, I'm gonna, keep talking. I'm gonna double check. Okay, um, Tyson Badgett. 
he actually put up 14 points. He had 29 attempts, 21 completions, 162 yards. He actually had a touchdown in this game. He, he had a little bit of rushing too, at um, three attempts for 24 yards. I I was actually kind of watching this game, and you, you know the funny, crazy thing is, is that Badgett actually made the Bears look undrafted. Undrafted. Okay, undrafted. That's what, that's what I thought. I wasn't quite sure. You know, this kid comes in. He actually made the Bears look legit. He actually was moving this offense up and down the field. You know, I'm just like. Why why can't uh, you know Fields do this? I'm like, what the hell's wrong with Fields that this kid can come Cause, in and cause just because he, he can't read a defense? Yeah, I said it. This, <sighs> this Badger kid, dude, he might he might beat Fields. I know not? Fields is a way. Yeah, exactly. Fields is a way better athlete, but this kid can distribute. I mean, look what you know. Purdy struggled the last couple games with the 49ers, but I mean, before that, I mean, Purdy was was a great distributor. You know, low round, you know, seventh round pick. Uh, as long as this, as long as this guy and the teammate, the team likes him, I mean, you, you, you can tell. I mean, there, uh, the reports, the coaches like him, the the teammates like him. Uh, it's solid, you know, instantly better than Brock Purdy. Yes, yes, he is, Don, uh, Donovan. Um, Are you mad? I, I like, I like, what I'm, I like what I'm seeing. I, I like what I'm seeing so far, and I, I, I think going forward. Like, uh, not a great fantasy guy when you have other guys of his ilk that are, you know, like Minshew and um, even Josh Dobbs, you know, guys like that you can pick up. I mean, uh, Badgett, he would need, I think, what would you say, maybe two or three more games like this to really be, like, solidify, like, you know, a couple 180-yard, two TD games to really catch. Like, okay, hey, hey, now he's playable. Now in a two quarterback league, now you can stick him in there. Because I'd, I'd ride this kid, you know, let Fields his thumb. He's out week eight. You know, let him heal up, and then you know let uh, let let the kid carry the offense. DJ Moore is having a resurgent year, man. He hasn't had five touchdowns. I mean, most years DJ, DJ Moore only has five touchdowns the whole season. He's already yeah. got five this year, so they're doing something right. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, with you know, and he, I don't know. Maybe Badgett might be in my waivers waivers this week, but stay tuned to find out for that. But I, I just want to actually did some breaking into him. He actually came from a Division II team. You know, he actually played in the um, FCS, um, which was a Division yep. II from, um, from um, Shepherd Rams. Um, he actually was he actually was actually a, a 2023 Senior Bowl participant. Um, in 2022, he actually, he actually was a Harlem Harlan Hill Trophy candidate. Um, he actually, um, in 2019, he actually was an NCAA double two champion passing or passing yards per game, actually with 362 yards per game, with just plain insane. In 2021, he was actually was the PSAC player of the year. And then he, for, and then the crazy thing is him playing in division two, he actually had 171 touchdowns career wise you know, from 2018 to actually 2022. And they actually, in 2021, he actually had 56 touchdowns in just that one season, which was a career high for him. I mean, this guy just reads off the charts. I mean, he had like, from what I think I was reading here too as well, he actually had over 7,000 7, some odd yards passing. This kid was just throwing dimes just left and right. You know, it just it just shows he's got some good quality to him, but you know, I was actually looking up 
on NFL, the NFL, um, like the perspective, you know, draft draft wise, he only rated a 5.68. So, I mean, he's, he was kind of like a practice practice squad guy or bottom kind of or bottom of the roster kind of dude, just kind of the last minute thing. Well, okay, we'll just toss him in case maybe fields gets hurt and bam, 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 here you go, man. You know, this, he, for him being undrafted plain insane. I mean, I, and the, I was going to say quick, Jay, these FCS guys are, are producing, uh, you know, in 2023, we see, you know, Jaleel McLaughlin, he's getting the shot with the Broncos, our, our boy, Pierre strong from, from SDSU. You know, he, he's, uh, I think with, if Jerome, you know, if Jerome Ford's banged up, it, you know, he, he's probably the backup behind Kareem hunt now, you know, you know with the Browns, if, if that going forward. And so Pierre strong is getting some looks. So these, these FCS guys, they can play. I mean, you just read, it. I mean, Badgett was, you know, he probably a top five FCS quarterback. I mean, that's nothing to snuff at. I mean, there, a lot of these lower level, you know, I use that term loosely because I think South Dakota state could beat a lot of, uh, a lot of the, the power five schools, you know? So, yeah, they could. Uh, I, I mean, they, I mean, Badgett, they have, Badgett, they have yeah, Joe, Joe Flacco. Anybody remember him? Won a Super Bowl. Uh, had had a you know a lot of lot of four thousand yard passing seasons. Joe Flacco went you know came from Delaware. It's an FCS school, so you know there's just because he's from an FCS school and undrafted doesn't mean he can't play. I I've, from what I've seen, like he's handling the offense and and I yeah. As long as Fields is banged up, Fields is gonna get he's gonna get all these opportunities because he was a top five pick. You know because he you know he's got the pedigree. He, he athletic. He sells jerseys to all the little Bears fans. All the all the little Cubby. Cubby Bear fans, and but yeah, Badgett might be might be on his way. I'll tell you that. Yeah, but I mean, if you don't like it, you know, you can take a word from. Elmo makes one phone call. You're through with this business. So that that's our <laughs> highlight on uh, Tyson Badgett. You know, so don't take our word for it. You know, hey man, it's you know, I I see what I liked from these kids. You don't like it, Emma just said it. We'll just kick you on out of here. So, uh, yeah, keep that. <laughs> take strong man Ooh, is it is it uh, is it gold star time it is it put is it up on the fridge got it up got it up got yeah, it up another guy in the fridge i should, I should go get a shot of tequila while i'm at it while i put the gold star up <laughs> yeah baby uh week seven josh he this has been coming i mean this has been brewing the pot it's oh, out there cool. on the stove this has been brewing up uh this you damn right. This kid has been he could be he could have been one of the risers. I mean, he's been rising up every single week. I try to look for more guys on the radar for that segment, but uh yeah, this this was coming. Uh five catches on six targets, 125 yards and a tutty. Uh just yeah, he's he's stepping into his own. Excuse me, I had to, I had to cough up that bullshit quick. I think that or wait, wait. Is that Michael Pittman Jr. calling? Oh, what's up, dude? Oh, hey. Yeah, Josh Downs just took your spot as the Colts' number one target. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, I said it. And uh, for the season, these rookies are are these rookie Addison, Josh Downs, are you mad? these speedy receivers. Yeah, yeah, these speedy receivers <laughs> are, are 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 showing out right now. And the and the you know the big the big possession guys that the, you know the big over the top guys like Quentin Johnson who we thought are going to pop you know have been bust so far, but. Uh, you know, the, the speedy, smaller guys, Addison and, and Josh Downs, just tearing it up. Uh, Downs is on his way. Uh, may, maybe a 900-yard rookie season. That's not bad. I mean, Chris Olave only, ha- you know, had a little over 1,000. And Olave is widely regarded as, as as the Saints' number one. And, you know, 
probably a top 15 fantasy receiver, top 20. So yeah, Downs is on his way. I mean, this is this is just only going up from here. What what, what are your thoughts on uh, just just the game? I mean, the game against the uh, especially against the Browns defense. I mean, the Browns passing defense was like legendary coming into that game, and him and Minshew just tore, just ate him up. Yeah, I this honestly this game. I think this this game actually like this this game actually pissed me off more than anything, just because the Colts actually looked. 10 times better than than the Browns and just those last minute like penalties hurt hurt them that they shouldn't even been called I was like you have to be freaking kidding me man I was I was are you mad yes I am mad because the freaking Colts should have won that game Josh Downs We've been actually hyping him up here the last couple weeks if you didn't go out and get him you should have had him um and yeah. we mentioned, we actually just said, I mean, he, he was solely going to be, you know, he was solely kind of getting at his offense. And we said when Min- Minshew's in there, Minshew tosses his guy, he tosses to the freaking Josh Downs because he's that intermediate target. I mean, he he's, you know, slot guy. We, we told you, we told you to go out and get Josh Downs. We told you guys, this is what, this is what was going to happen. And it freaking happened. Two touchdowns. He had two touchdowns in this game. I think he had two touchdowns. I don't have, I don't have his stats offhand on me, but I know he had a one, couple touchdowns. Two, two. One, he's, he's, got, one. he's got two. He's got yeah, he's got two for the two season. A, just one for for this past game. Yeah, yeah I know yeah, he had like a hundred yeah, yards. Yep, him and Minshew, dude. Him and Minshew have a rapport. I mean, that's that that's more than anything. I mean, Pittman Jr. He's still good, but he's just they don't have that same that same rapport. And uh, yeah, going forward. Yeah, if you didn't, we've been we we set the table for you guys for the past week. So if you didn't tune in, or you've been like, oh, that's just the other rhythm guy. We know what we're talking about when it comes to Josh Downs. He's a damn UNC fan. We 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 know we know things. We need we need one of those T-shirts. I know things. Uh, right? this, like I said, this was brewing up. This is coming. And uh, yeah, the, the the baby the baby's already been delivered. Okay, you ain't getting him now. He he's he's gonna be rostered all over the place after this game. Um, Cause you know you know you know why you know, oh, you know why you you know why right? Because he's he's money. But <laughs> I I you know I I watched Josh Downs with with him and um you know Drake Mays and and UNC he was their pretty much their leading target guy down there he was getting touchdowns after touchdowns. I mean he he's a good I mean he he's got the capabilities of actually kind of going downfield too as well but he he's more that intermediate short short uh route receiver that plays best in the intermediate game which is why he was getting some of these you know wide open catches and you know in, in when he was hitting slants and stuff like that. I mean he you know it showed he, he he's got the speed to do this, and I just love the fact that we have a Minchu. We have the I'll have to come up with some a Minchu and Downs freaking uh, thing going. Sounds like on a, sounds like a Pokemon. Go, <laughs> go uh, I gotta catch them all. I gotta, I gotta go catch a Minchu. I don't know what to call this. Might, he's either, the, he's either uh, Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite or he's Minchu. <laughs> the downs to the no, wait, hold on, hold on. no it, it'll be the down to the men too because we're chewing up those yards oh there we go ching ching uh, but I mean, overall hopefully you guys i think uh 
I, I think I, met, I mentioned him in, in our waiver section too as well. So so if he is still so stay tuned for that, and we'll just kind of recap some of that as we just mentioned here in Elias Gold Star highlighted player of the week. I think we have one more before ah, we get to. Ah. Before we, we get, you know, what's funny. Before couple, couple things. Oh, go ahead, Jay. I was going to say before we actually get to the other side of you know Eli's riser. I just wanted to shout out to to the troll on YouTube who was trying to say that we we gave we gave uh, Kenneth Walker a bad hey, a, a bad review or you know you know he's yeah. he was like did you guys not watch any of his re-? you know you know. It was funny because you know, for us, you know, I thought he had a pretty pretty like like Robert Sala here. <laughs> <laughs> he had a pretty good game, and he, you know, for us saying it, we gave a bad analysis and a, you know, was it was weak. He's a workhorse. What's what's there so weak to be about? You know, he he's a work. You know, he's a blue collar yeah. workhorse running back, and the blue collar. Yeah, he went to Michigan State, blue collar running back. What what do you what, you know? Uh, what the hell do you think Marshawn Lynch was in that offense for years? He was a blue collar, bruising running back. That's what Pete Carroll likes. That's what John Schneider likes to draft and and sign. Like they're yeah, and, and and a lot of these players, you know, we don't you know, we have sections for them, but we don't dedicate like like hey hey Jay, uh, you know, three weeks from now, hey, I'm going to, you know, we're going we're gonna to spend a whole hour on Kenneth Walker. No, he was, he happened to be a player that stood out that week and, and we gave our analysis and and that's, and that's where we're at. You know, if pe- people want to, want to troll us, I mean, that's, that's what they're entitled to do, but it was just, but you put it out there and we invited, we sent an invitation to these people. Hey, come show your face. Come on the show. We, this, oh, this invitation is open to anybody. We've had, we've had a bunch of guys that are, that have manned up that have come on the show uh, from different, you know, whether different podcasts or just people in general, you know, Tim, uh, we like a lot, you know, obviously big D Donovan, um, probably, uh, uh, Jordan from the past summer, Jordan, the young, young guy we're, we're, we're friends with, he came on. Yeah. So we've had other guys that have come on and show their face, you know, and, and actually, you know, it, it's different when you're behind a keyboard, when you're a keyboard assassin, it's, it's different, to, <laughs> you know, attack people for, for their, their uh, points of view. But yeah, we, we, you know, we we're, we're we try to rise above that you know we're, we're just giving our take on a player you know it's we're that's not pretty- we're not sitting here hey let's let's write out a whole you know uh 30 minute diatribe on on kenneth walker no we no it's, it's, it wasn't even like that it, it would have been like what we did with, with tyson badgett you know it's like yeah. people getting on us this week for tyson badgett oh well well you know he his completion percentage in, in the fcs level was 61 percent you know what i mean there's the people are just gonna there's gonna do that they're you know, they have the power, the power of the keyboard, the power of <laughs> their cell phone or whatever. Yeah. I mean, just to relate on that whole tangent or badget thing, there, there there's there's nothing to actually critique or try to disfavor you know, or try to troll us on because I actually looked up all of his stats. And it, I mean, this guy, this kid was legit. He had a like a like a mountain of lists of stuff that he was great at. And he had got awards for a lot of things. And for the for the troll who says he's like, well, maybe when I get a fantasy page, yeah, yeah. shut up, dude. get the hell out of here. It's... You know, you know that, you know, you know, you know that bridge that he lives under. You know, he's a troll. That bridge he lives under. I'm gonna burn the son bitch down. Bye bye, bye bye. Oh, all right. Oh wait, enough, enough, enough yeah. play, star play now. 
Hold on, hold on, hold on. And we say bye bye. Okay. How do you get Trump go, in there? Come go. on. <laughs> bye bye. All right, all right. Bye, now let's. Bye let's, bye. Let's, all right, let's get into our. Ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's let's do uh, my player on the rise, and then we'll do some DFS bargains, and then get into the segment. Hopefully, you've all been waiting for uh, waiver time. Uh, Jake Bobo from the Seahawks, and this might have been. You know, do you know DK? DK wasn't inactive for Sunday, which is rare. D, I think that's the first game DK's ever missed. I mean, the guy, the guy's a a, a machine. He doesn't miss games. So, uh, Jake Bobo stepped in there, and you know, weeks one through five, you know, he had he had two grabs on four targets, so he wasn't even getting looked at. But yeah, remember this this guy, undrafted rookie. You know, kind of has worked his way up from the bottom. We come in, we come in. He's worked his way up from the bottom, and so the last two weeks. You know, it was like what I did with Michael Mayer last week. You know, these guys aren't, you know, they're not blown up yet. But if uh, there's some injuries, you know, if Tyler Lockett goes down, uh, JSN, he was hurt earlier in the, you know, uh, uh, with with uh, the preseason and first, I think first week of the season, first couple weeks, JSN was out. Um, you know, if DK, if this lingers, this guy, they like him. This is another guy that the, the Seahawks like, and I, and I, at worst, he's their number four. Which isn't a bad spot to be in with Gino. Gino likes to sling it, and so the last two weeks he's had you know, he had two receptions and forty three yards against the Bengals, and uh, this past game, uh, four grabs, sixty one yards, and five targets. So yeah, that's the whole point of the segment. He's steadily working his way up, and I uh, just thought I'd give a little information, just a little background where he came from, because a lot of you guys have probably never heard of Jake Bobo. Um, spent four years at Duke. And then uh, transferred for one season with UCLA and, and and played with Chip Kelly over there. And actually, I had a pretty good season last year: fifty-seven grabs, uh, over eight hundred yards, seven touchdowns. So I had a decent year. Not not like a fourteen hundred yard. Oh God, we gotta we gotta get some tape on this guy. He's gonna be a you know second round pick, or you know he didn't put up that that kind of those kind of numbers or, or had that that kind of a claim. But uh, yeah, I, I, he's got the size. I mean, six four, you know, good hands. I, I I could see yeah I could see a future and and being like I said that's not the worst spot to be in the number four receiver for this the Seahawks not not a bad spot to be in there's there's worse quarterback play you know going on than, than what Geno's doing so any any uh, any yeah. thoughts on Jake Bobo before go ahead well um Jake Bobo I mean that's he over I mean I guess I was gonna say he played with DTR with uh with the Bruins before he got drafted too by yep. the by the Browns yep. so I. I, I can see why he had that good connection, you know. Well, Duke is not a bit. I mean, honestly, Duke is not a bad, you know, college, you know, college. Oh, they got a good program going on. They're, yeah, they're, they're right up team. there. I mean, they're UNC, they're Florida the State, game. Miami, yeah. Duke. Duke, Duke's probably the fourth best program. You know, you know, Clemson, I guess, but yeah, Duke's right up there with Clemson and Miami at least. Yeah, I mean, for for you know, Jake. I mean, I seen that catch that Bobo had. I mean, dude, that was totally sick i couldn't believe he caught that i was like dude i had a literally take him like dude that's it i'm like dude that's like the like literally that's the catch of the year that'll be the catch of the year right there i mean i don't think no one can beat that well maybe pickens but i think this was that would be the that's gonna be the catch of the year everyone's gonna be talking about that catch right there right um I guess he really hasn't really been playing too much. I mean, he's been getting some snaps in, you know, JSN pretty kind of, JSN kind of came in and actually finally got a touchdown. So in most dynasty leagues, you know, I was kind of happy. I have JSN in a couple leagues, but you know, it's kind of hard saying, do I hold him? Do I drop him? And you know, it's, 
you know, with, you know, with um, DK being out, I mean, that's, that's the only reason why, you know, Bobo kind of been kind of involved there and Jason kind of stepped up too with, you know, it, you know, maybe with, you know, Tyler Lockett, maybe kind of going on the downside here, maybe down slope, you know, maybe Jake Bobo and Jason kind of second half kind of just start kind of taking over a little bit. So other than I that, think I, that's, mean, I think that's the, the thought process. Yeah, I think that's, that's the. I think I think Lockett. I think Lockett. If Lockett doesn't retire and he's still only thirty, I think Lockett will be with another team next year. If, if, if I'm being yeah, perfectly honest, so I, I, I can see an offense with. I can see an offense with DK, JSN, and and Bobo being the three guys for Seattle. Absolutely. Yeah, was Bobo actually undrafted, or did undrafted, or was he actually drafted? Undrafted. undrafted. Yeah. Oh, yeah, these undrafted so guys, undrafted. man. They're yeah. <laughs> talking about a lot of them today. Jeez. Yeah, it's nice. Well, Jay, right. I think uh, uh, Jalen was actually undrafted too, as well. So, I mean, there, there's another FBS guy or FCS guy. <laughs> Hot damn. All right. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're, 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 they're bouncing, bouncing up and down just like me. And I'm going to get into, yeah, one more segment here and then we'll get on to the, to the waivers. Uh, these are my bargain bin five for uh, DFS. Now I, I usually do the classic nine man. There's a like I've said before, there's a bunch of different uh formats. Oh. There, and there's other places to do this too. I just prefer DraftKings. Same thing with Spotify. I prefer Spotify for music and podcasts and stuff like that. This is just my personal preference is DraftKings. And you know, you know, it's at least the first or most second popular. So um I go off the, the numbers here. Uh, you know what? And my my steal of the week, because we don't know, DK that might linger into this week. You know what? Four catches, 61 yards. You know, I, I know the Browns, they they did have an elite pass defense until this past week, you know, when the when Minshew tore him up. So who knows? Maybe Geno Smith will tear him up too. Uh the, the Seahawks playing the Browns. Uh Bobo for 3500 That's cheap. That's one of the cheapest guys out there. And if his stock is rising, you know, hey, it's worth it's worth a shot. And then and then, you know, Sunday, you, you that's what I love about DFS. You can just, you know, change out your team. You know, if it turns out DK's playing, get Bobo out of there. Um, uh, Kendrick Bourne, he's another guy. I think he's in the, the high four range. You know, Kendrick Bourne, I had last week too. Kendrick Bourne was the leading receiver for the, for the Patriots this past week. So, uh, that's another, that's kind of a backup option there. You know, if, if DK does play, uh, number two, uh, my main man, Chuba, sometimes Chuba Hubba Hubba Hubbard. Uh, 4,800. That's a, that's a good bargain. He's been the feature back with Carolina. If you, if you combine, you know, the rushing yards with, with all the, the, the passes that he catches, you know, he's, he's fine. He's fine in his niche and it's still early in the season. We know, we know that he wears down throughout the course of the year. Like last year when Foreman kind of took over the second half of the year, you know, Hubbard's usually, you know, first half of the season back and then he just wears down. But right now we're only at week eight. So I trust him. I put him in number two, Romeo Dobbs, another steal at number three. Uh, 4,900. I, I had him in here last week too. Why not? You know, I, I could see another touchdown coming his way. They're playing the Vikings, you know, Vi Vikings defense. They play a little better against San Francisco, but they ain't great. And, uh, Christian Watson might be banged up again. So Dobbs is by, by default is probably the number one, him and him and Jaden Reed will read. And, and even Musgrave, I think is banged up. So I think it's going to be a lot of, of Jaden Reed and, and, uh, Romeo Dobbs this, this coming weekend. Uh, number four, Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett, he, you know, 4,900, that ain't bad. There, I know Minshew and there's a couple other guys that are under 5,500 that you, you could snag as well. Josh Dobbs is still down there. Uh, Sam Howell, guys like that. But, you know, Pickett's been 
like like most see like last year. Remember how he, you know, second half of the year he started cranking it up. He, and I, I think they're they're finally getting that offense going with Pittsburgh. They look good against the Rams and and he looked good. So hope they can continue that. And uh number five, Hunter Henry. Why the hell not? You know, I've had him in here a couple times. You know, 3,700 ain't bad. He He's still one of the most underrated tight ends in the league. And the Patriots, uh, it might have just been they were playing the Bills, playing a divisional team. You know, they, they know them like the back of their hand. And maybe that's why they, they the offense looked better. But, you know, Mac Jones looked decent. And if you can get that kind of production from Mac, then Kendrick Bourne and Hunter Henry, I would say, are, are the 1-1-A, one, one uh, uh, you know, guys uh, for the passing offense with the Patriots. So those are my five. Any thoughts, Jay? Um. Bobo, not 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 a bad not a not a bad option for thirty five hundred. Yeah, price, for the price. Yeah. yeah, I mean, with him maybe being an uprise, or maybe uh, maybe JSN is probably around that same budget too. Um, Hubbard, not a bad. I don't know about Hubbard. I probably want to play him. Maybe just I'm not sure who they're playing this week. I probably want to play him. Dobbs, maybe you know, if especially if uh, Watson and what if Watson is hurt, probably not a bad play there. Pickett, I love it. I actually liked seeing what actually I liked seeing what he was at Texans Hubbard Panthers playing the Texans that's gonna I think that might be a wash game because it's gonna probably go either way I mean Texans are trying to get they're actually starting to be a little bit better you know so I mean with Hubbard maybe not being that or oh Chubba never mind well Actually, never mind. I was actually thinking of uh, Sanders. Sorry, my I, I was reading that wrong. But yeah, Hubbard. Oh, yeah, actually, not bad. Not bad. I thought that was Sanders. I was like, get Sanders up out of there. Oh. My eyes are all yeah, you know, yeah. He's but, like, he's. You want to talk about Quint? You want to talk about Quentin Johnson? You want to talk about Quentin Johnson being a bust? <laughs> Miles Sanders is he's stealing money. He's stealing uh, money from the Panthers. Yeah, um, Pickett is not bad. I mean, especially with uh, Deontay Johnson and Pickett actually looking pretty good in this this last game. Yeah, Deontay, yeah, not, not 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 a bad option. Uh, and Hunter Henry, and I would probably go Trey uh, McBride. Probably do probably a little bit cheaper just because. Um, they were good. Yeah, he looked good uh, last weekend. Yeah, Seattle. I think McBride, McBride and Ertz, I, th- I think are like even though with targets and po- fantasy points, yards, all that good stuff. So you, yeah. you kind of don't know where I, oh. I, I Hunter Henry's like the clear cut number one. I think it, just for the price. Obviously, there's better yeah. tight ends that you can. I just thought with the balance of you know what production and price that Hunter would go. But yeah, there's a couple other guys. Yeah, go. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's why this is an open forum. You guys go take a look. Go take a look on DraftKings, and but we we try to find the bargains so that you can go and you can go and get, you know, you can use Mahomes that week, you can use Jamar Chase that week, you can use all the heavy hitters and still get a you know a cheap guy because that's where you that's really when you win the matchups. These other guys in your ten man pool, your thirty man pool, like whatever, these guys are all using the same heavy hitters. It's 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 these these hidden gems is what wins you the matchups. So that's why we do this. But um, yeah, yeah, I just leave it. I think it was, it was. I think it was one of my last weeks here. I actually um, played. Uh, actually, I played um, Mark Andrew or Ma- Mark Andrews, and I played Kelsey. I played both of those guys, and they actually went off. I can't remember which which one that was in, but yeah, I had a nice heyday. I, Mark um, Andrews. Mark Andrews having a great year, man. Five five TDs. Yeah, it's it's insane. I was gonna try to find that one to figure out which 
Um, yeah, so I actually finished third. So my lineup was I actually went with uh, Lamar Jackson. I had J Jacobs, I had Zach Evans, who actually did nothing. I had Myers. I went with Pittman. I had Cooper Cup, and then I went with uh, Mark Andrews, Kelsey, and I went with the Giants defense. This was all in Yahoo, so that was a budget of two hundred dollars compared to, you know, fifty thousand dollars on DraftKings. So I mean, you probably could have done the same lineup, but I just did probably won some money without having Zach Evans, which I probably would have won the week if I didn't have Zach Evans in my lineup. <sighs> we, we 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 did we, we did we didn't know we didn't know. I mean, who, who the hell would have thought Daryl Henderson Jr. would have come out of the abyss? <laughs> you know what I mean? It, <sighs> who had? Nobody had any Royce free. We kind of knew about Royce Freeman, but yeah, Henderson just they signed him, and it's like it's like it's like 20, 2021 Daryl Henderson. You know what I mean? Right. Nobody saw that coming. Uh, well, for for hundred for Hen for Henderson. Ah, uh, well, 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 well. Eli, take us to the next segment. Which I will hit here oh, it's momentarily. Time. Yeah, baby, it's waiver time! Waiver time! So, so we will be right back after our local sponsors from Jamie and Eli. And 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 we're back again. Welcome, guys, to Out of Rhythm Fantasy Take. Sports. <laughs> um, you guys are actually just hitting our waiver section of the night, so it's kind of a yeah. So we're yeah. all still, so we figured to take a little break and uh, just kind of just refresh ourselves and uh, let's get into the waiver section for Tuesday night waivers, so everybody right. can. Run to the waivers and pick up who they want to pick up. And <laughs> T minus, uh, if you're central time, T minus less than four hours, you better get them waiver claims in. Love those products. You should, you should, D. Uh, you should also love my my Fab Five here. Rush out and get these guys in particular. Uh, this was this was thought out. You know, I, I couple different options I could have gone with and. Like like always, I try to clarify. Well, you you know, why don't you go and grab you know X Y Z? Why don't you go grab Josh Kelly or go grab one? Because he's not at twenty percent. I do Yahoo and I do under twenty percent. So we we keep it to guys that who I think universally you can get 10, 12, 16, 20 man guys you can universally go and get. You don't have to be like, oh well, they're only available in my ten or my twelve man. No, these guys should be available in 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 most format. You know, especially Yahoo. Um, Amari Demar. Cato, you know what he he let him in let him in uh, rushing attempts yeah. again. Had you know thirteen carries, yeah, thirteen <laughs> carries, fifty eight yards. You know this is the second time in three games that he he's led the Cardinals. And you know while, while James Conner is out, um, I know they've signed a couple guys, but Mercado, yeah, I think he's the feature. You know what I'm gonna say he's the feature back right now. You know and, until proven otherwise. When Kyler comes back, that's probably gonna change some things. Kyler, you know, Kyler is going to eat up a lot of the rushing yards, I would assume, if he's fully healthy. So that might well, change things. But at least for the next uh, week, at least for the next week or two, I'm going to say Demarcado. 
uh, because he's a running back. Obviously, he's not the best player on this list, but running backs are so hard to find that if you can find one that can put up 58 yards in a game or 62 yards a game, you got to snag him up and stash him on the bench. Uh, you know what? This is like you know going to it's like going to the store and oh man, they got the new they got the new flavor of uh of uh Mountain Dew in. Like I didn't I didn't expect this. It's like going to the store, find something you didn't expect. I didn't know Darnell Mooney was only at 16% owned. I like that. I like that quite a bit. <laughs> Isn't that funny? They got rid of uh yeah, yeah. I funny, you funny. Got finally got rid of uh of the, of that, you know, that that uh that that uh, well, I, I can't use this bad word. Uh, Chase Claypool, yeah, he's he's with another team now. He was awful. He was eating up cap space. Just yeah, get him out of get him out of the NFL. Chase Claypool is junk. Okay, uh, Darnell Mooney, nobody in his way except DJ Moore now. I I I think he's back to being the Bears number two if he ever if he ever even left that spot, which is where I predicted him all along. When a couple of years ago he was miscast as the Bears number one, he slotted in at number two now, which is perfect. Uh, Badgen's got some, he's got some weapons to work with. I like Cole Komet. You know, we, we both like DJ Moore a lot. Uh, Darnell Mooney should, should benefit from that. The bears finally seem to have, have something going, uh, only 16% own. He's worth a spot, especially 16, man. You can find a spot on your bench for Darnell Mooney. Absolutely. Uh, Demario Douglas, 0% rostered. He actually had uh week one had a decent game. He really did. You know, he got hurt and you know, this past week had, had another, had another decent game against the bills. And Douglas is kind of a gadget guy, and I, I think I think Bill O'Brien and Mac Jones and, and you know the whole offensive side, I, I think they want to use him more. And at zero percent owned, if you're you know if you're in a deep 16, 20 man league, you know I wouldn't advocate him in a, like a ten or a twelve. But this is more of like the deep cut. You know, like maybe Jamie might have him in sleeper too. You know, for for his deep cuts. But uh, you know, 16, 20 man, you could probably find a spot for Douglas. He he's another guy. Uh, he's a candidate next week for the riser. So I might have him in, you know, in the Jake Bobo segment from from today. It might be uh, Demario Douglas next week from the Patriots. Uh, Brandon Powell at number four, only two percent rostered. Uh, he's he's their number three, and the way Kirk Cousins is slinging the ball like a top five quarterback right now, well, he's slinging the ball, being a number three receiver, and you know, Hawkinson obviously is, is a you know bigger target than you know Powell, but you know, it being the fourth option, number three receiver. That ain't a bad place to be in that offense. And so he'll be taking that role that normally belonged to KJ Osborne. You know, KJ would would pop a couple times a season. I think Powell will kind of be in that same role where, you know, if, if it's a bye week and you're in a deep league, 16 man or something, Powell is definitely worth a look. Uh, definitely in 10 man, 10 man stay away. Uh, 12 is pushing it, but 16 man, 20 man, definitely go and snag him up, stash him away. And then Taysom Hill, he's been getting a lot of love. The last two weeks, Taysom has had double digit fantasy games. And, uh, you know, he does this. He, he'll, he'll go on one of these streaks. He does this every year. It's a couple game streak. You go snag him up and then you, you cast him off. <laughs> you know, you go Tom Hanks, cast away, you know, take, take Wilson, the volleyball, boot him out in the ocean. That's what you do with Taysom Hill. So if you need a, if you got a bye week and you need to, you know, put a tight end in or a DFS guy that's cheaper or a guy you can, you know, Taysom's only 11% rostered. You need a guy for a bye week. This is the perfect option. That that's why I put him in number five because to me Taysom is a bye is a bye week guy. I wouldn't, I don't trust Taysom. You know, ten games or or twelve games or anything like that. Uh, Taysom is strictly, you know, hey Mark Andrews is on a bye or 
or Hawkinson's on a buy, Kittle's on a buy, and and you need a serviceable tight end. That's the role uh, for me that Taysom Hill, uh, Taysom Hill fills. Um, any thoughts, Jay? Before you move on to to the sleeper side, um, yeah, um, Dean McCardo. Not interested. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm well just, he's uh, honest. He's honest. I'm just, I'm just kidding. No, I, I, I would, uh, you know, my heart says no, but my brain says yes, just because uh, my um, <laughs> like R. Keaton, Kelly, <laughs> Keaton, <laughs> Keaton Ingram was. Uh, total healthy scratch i was like because i actually had him played in one of my leagues and he had zero points and i'm like i'm like what the you know so i was like i was are you mad yes i was mad you know just because he didn't play you know dean mccardo came in and just took out you know i dropped this guy last week and now i have to go out and try to pick this guy up are you nuts yes i'm nuts but come on now (laughs) high maintenance high maintenance move right shouldn't have Um, to think that hard uh, Darnell Mooney? What? Darnell Mooney? Are you nuts? Why would I go for that guy for? I, I, I don't know. If I guess he's getting some targets, I guess, sure, why not? You know, that's just my opinion with the Bears, because they just, you know, I don't know. Douglas Powell, you know, um, Douglas, I haven't seen much of him. I know. I think we, I think you mentioned him in the uh, week one, maybe possibly for a guy to pick up. And I was just kind of like, I was kind of like, not interested. I wasn't interested at the time, but I mean, you know, maybe in a deeper league. um, Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, Powell, Powell, I'm a little bit, I probably be a little bit more interested too. Um, He's actually getting, you know, especially with that offense, stuff like that too. um, I would totally be all, all over Powell, especially in deeper leagues, smaller leagues. Eh, maybe not maybe you know maybe 12 maybe 12 14 possibly um 10 probably not at all because it's already kind of no. stacked already um tason hill i don't know i just just do it i know as he would say just do it go out and snag this guy i don't have any shares of tason hill i i'm just just do it i just don't know i i'm torn because Taysom Hill, he could be a total wash one week, and then he can have 20 points the next week. So it's just kind of like it's like damn if you do, damn if you don't, and it's kind of like eh. he he is a. Let me clarify. I said it before. I'll clarify it. You know, because I know Jay doesn't trust him either. He is a he is strictly you know like when you got to smash the glass to get to the fire extinguisher. That's him. Okay, he's he's in an emergency. <laughs> I okay. I had a tight. I had a tight end injury. I had a healthy scratch. I had, I have a bye week. That Taysom Hill, I st- I stick in there, and I hope it's and, I, and we we just cross our fingers. Hope it's a twenty point week. Hope it's a eleven point week, <laughs> and just move yeah. on. But yeah, no week after you're not picking him up week after week. It, it would be strictly a pickup for a week or two and drop. That's to me. That's Taysom. So. I immediately regret this decision. <sighs> All right, you won't. Well. <laughs> all right let's, let's let's get into some sleeper sides here real quick um 10 to 12 man leagues um i know i i'm i'm the fan of the guy in the 70s slicked hair back bandana what's that guy's name the gardener to the chiminchu um i'm all um if he's playing like he did this last week why the hell not actually go out and snake pit him especially in two QB leagues if he's still still there if he is still there i would try to snag him up 
as fast as you could just because he's a little bit more reliable quarterback, especially with the weapons he's got and with tight, you know, with um, Jonathan Taylor being there. Shit. Why not? I mean, this is a great opportunity for him to be in great role. I mean, he can run too if he needs to. So I like this um, cam Akers. He might, he, he might be a little bit high, but I would just go out and uh, just check just in case he might be out there. You know, I mean, this is going to be kind of a two headed monster with cam Akers kind of being there so just it's a little bit high but just go out and just check just in case he might be out there if you need some running back help um brandon powell yeah i mean eli just mentioned mentioned him too he's only four percent rostered in um leagues and if you need a wide receiver i don't see why i mean he's getting targets he's getting fed why not um josh downs too 52 percent rostered but like like i just said <laughs> right uh, it's, it's like, yeah, but, uh, Josh Downs, yeah. man, he is. <laughs> so he's 52% roster. I know he's a little bit high, but just in case has no one, if he, if he's out there in some of your leagues, so, you know, if he's just hanging out there, go snag him up, get him in your leagues. I mean, he's going to, you know, Minchu, you know, down to the Minchu is actually going to be a thing now. So go out and get. <laughs> downs i mean he's at his target share is kind of me going up you know absolutely and and jay and jay does the higher percentage too like i keep it under 20 but he he does a couple of the higher percentage because sometimes there's people in your league that are asleep at the wheel there really is yeah. and they'll let a guy like like josh downs or curtis samuel or a lot of these guys just you know Minshew, whoever they just slide under the radar and you can they're 50 rostered in yahoo and sleeper and you just come right in and get them yeah, because uh, people, like yeah. I said, people are people are sleeping on Cam Akers. How is Cam Akers only forty percent, forty seven percent roster? Have you seen some of these running backs? Have you seen some of these, you know, <laughs> one two week fill in guys that we talk about? Cam Akers is is like you know he's a two headed monster. They didn't they didn't trust uh, Madison. That's why they brought in some help. You know what I mean? So yeah, so <laughs> absolutely. Akers and Downs, I love that. Yeah, um, I um, and I got uh, Trey McBride. He's at eight percent. So if you need tight end, I know you mentioned. I know Taysom Hill's kind of out there, but I'm not a fan of Taysom Hill. I'm just kind of, you know, I'm not interested. Not interested in him. But Trey McBride, I am just because Ertz is going to the IR. He's like, you know, and we say bye bye. So bye bye. Well, so, so Trey McBride, you know, his target his target share will should be going up. You know, especially with, you know, Dobbs being there, you know, and, you know, Dobbs needs a safe, you know, a safe blanket. McBride's going to be there. And we I'm, honestly, we don't know when, you know, if um, when Kyler Murley is coming back, he was kind of activated. So we don't know what's going to happen there. So in the meantime, Trey McBride is he, he's just a safety blanket right now. Um, And the Jets defense, they, they, they actually the Jets defense for two percent roster. But. They're at the Giants this week. They're at the freaking Giants. So, and they've been getting some sacks, getting some interceptions. You know, I like the Jets yeah. defense this week. Tyrod's so, in I mean, yeah, Tyrod. Yeah, Jets. I think I think the Jets. Honestly, man, I think the Jets might be the best defensive play of the week. They, yep. they really are. I mean, Giants. They scored nine against the Bills. You know, fourteen in the win over Washington. Like they're they, they can't score the ball. So, and then with all the, you know, the sacks, probably a couple picks, it's going to get ugly. I got the, I got the jets all over them. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, I, I, that slipped my mind. I, I appreciate you bringing up Trey McBride. That I just slipped my mind about Ertz going to the IR. I forgot about that. So yeah, yeah uh, Trey McBride's actually a better play than I, yeah. So him, I have no problem with Trey McBride or 
or Taysom uh, for for a tight end snag. Um, yeah, McBride. De- yeah, definitely. If he's going to be the the one and only feature uh, Cardinals tight end with the way the way uh, you know Josh Josh Jobs has been slinging it. Yeah, worth a pickup. Absolutely. Yep, yep. That's why I was like, hmm. That's why I thought his value, he should be all right. All right. So that kind of covers the 10 to 12 man leagues. I know some of you guys play in those deeper leagues, you know, like Eli and I, we play in those deeper leagues. I, I, you know, deep cut. Yes. Jake Bobo, 2% rostered. Why not? Especially if he's getting the targets and he's getting some receptions and some touchdowns up in there. Why not? Why not? You know, let's, let's go, go pick him up 2% rostered. Especially if you, you know, if you got a, you know, a, you know, um, Calvin Austin, at, you know, from the, um, the Steelers, who's not really doing anything. And yeah, you know, I, I had him slotted in a couple leagues and he kind of was kind of a bust that week. I was kind of frustrated, but he was, he was kind of riser up and down too as well. But Jake Bobo, not, not a, not a bad option. I said it. I just said it. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Yeah. But yeah. 7% with with uh, with him maybe being, you know, with them actually, you know, having a buy buy this week. And, you know, maybe Zach Wilson comes out and I uh, I should have wrote down who they're playing. I oh, they're playing the Giants. They're so I I think this would this and could be a game for him to, you know, kind of resurgence his what he's been doing here give him a you know a little bit more of a boost saying that he's a at least a quality decent quarterback that can get the job done and that's what i'm going to be looking at for or zach wilson this weekend to see if he can actually get the job done um um, tyson badgett we just talked about him earlier in the highlight you know with fields maybe not be with fields not being there this upcoming week why not give um, Tyson Badgen a look and see what happens? I was scouting the waiver wire, and I mean, if Minchu's out there, I think he might be. He might be your best bet, maybe. So I would probably rank him um, Minchu, Wilson, and Badgett that way in the waivers. Um, um, Pierre Strong, you know, four percent rostered with uh, Ford more likely not playing in, for a couple weeks. Pierre Strong is not a bad ad behind Kareem Hunt, you know. Not at all. Um, and he, he actually is he's good. He's legit. I mean, he's a decent running back and he's a thousand yard running back from you know um SCSU. So I mean he you know, if he gets the opportunities, he can do things with the ball. Um, and I mentioned earlier Trey McBride is the other guy. Um and then the Chargers defense um at three percent. I I think they play I think they play the Panthers, I think. I can't remember who they're playing. They're playing a weaker team. They, so I figured they, they get- they give up a lot of points, but there's always that potential because of how many studs they have on the defense that you can get points from sacks, maybe get a couple yeah. picks, especially with Bryce Young. You know, if they confuse him a little, little bit, get a couple picks, you know, force fumble, yeah. you know, you can piece it. You know, they're probably going to give up tw- at least 20 points, even to Carolina. But, you know, if you can piece it together, I mean, that's a hell of a deal, 3%. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's kind of my, that's kind of the guys I thought in deeper leagues for to actually try to go and chase. Um, any thoughts on that, Eli? Oh wait, the, the char- uh, Chargers are playing the Bears. Whoops. Uh, but yeah, same yeah, same okay. logic though. Same logic. Yeah. Uh, bad. You know, Badgen had a had a couple. He's had a you know game and a half that had been good, but he's still a rookie. So there's always that potential. So yeah, take what I said about Bryce Young and the Panthers and <laughs> change it over to I the Bears. Same yeah, that's probably that's that's probably why I was 
put them in there because I was like, oh, wait a minute. I got Badgett as, you know, for a, a pickup in deeper leagues. But, yeah, I got the Chargers defense against the Bears. I, you yeah. know, I I was going to write this. I was going to write this down. But, a lie. <laughs> you know, I was trying to wrap up everything and get everything together and whatnot. You know, finish, finish up, uh, you know, graphics and finish up the waiver wire, who I thought are good pickups for the week and whatnot. It was kind of getting down the wire. And I'm like, oh. Well, it looks like the Chargers are going to be the the defense to pick up this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I like it. Three percent. Yeah, that's a that's you're you got a you got a bye week defense. Yeah, if if the Chargers defense is out there, absolutely. No matter what size league, go snag them up. It's a great matchup. Yep. yep. Just do it. All right. So I think that kind of covers our waiver section of everything. You know, just so we appreciate. You know, if you guys got any comments or anything like that, leave them down below. If you thought we, we hit on some things, let us know. But yeah, this this is our uh, color, our our out of rhythm <laughs> fan. Or see, I even lost my train of thought there because I was thinking of another segment, yeah. and I'm like trying to wrap up this segment, and I'm just like, yeah. I can't even I can't even talk tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, I think I think if you were wearing, if you were wearing a Rangers hat, I think it would have been your, your clarity of mind would have been a little better. Uh, yeah, congratulations! To, just a little MLB note. Congratulations to the Rangers head of the World Series. Uh, is it Game Seven? Is that tonight of the Phillies and uh, Diamondbacks, or is that yeah? Tomorrow? That's tonight. No, it's that's actually on tonight that's right tonight. now. Oh, yeah, no, that's I, I, going on right now. Yeah, yeah good bat. You got. Got some Warriors, Warriors and Suns, the late game in the NBA, and then you got uh, uh, yep. D backs and, and the Phillies. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Do you want to check a score update? And I'll get the I'll get the. Um, it is actually uh, three to I two guess, right now. We'll, we'll 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 segue first. We'll segue into the college spotlight, but uh, yeah, just yeah. Before we get up out of there, yeah, um, yeah. Diamondbacks three, Phillies two, and then yep. uh, yeah. So, all right, guys, that was kind of our waivers, okay. a little slight delay with, you know, a little sports update there quick. And uh, so we'll be right back after our sponsor. So stay tuned. Oh, hey. And we're back again. We're back again. Yeah. And uh, welcome into our actually Tag our again. <laughs> welcome into our college segment of the week. If you joined us, you know it's it's been an hour and thirty some minutes. So we appreciate everybody that's actually here and joining us. And uh, we're going to talk a little college prospects. You know, you know, it's that time where you know we. You know, some of us guys are in Dynasty, and we want to look. We want to look towards the future, and uh, so this is our guy, Xavier Worthy, is actually on the bill for the week. Yes, um, and and I'll, I'll clarify starting off that we uh, Jay's going to also do his analysis too, uh, and he's probably going to have a couple different sources than I will. So if any, like if the receiver, if his weight is off, or if if um, you know the prospect ranking is a little bit different, all these different outlets have different stuff. I my preference is is uh, uh, PFF, so it's usually what I go with, and then I use uh, NFL Draft Buzz for like the latest mock draft to kind of give you guys an idea of where where these guys might be headed, just just based off you know the 
you know, the mid October in the, in the college season, like where they're projected at right now. Cause it's going to be different than it would have been two months ago before the season started. Use those products a ton. They're all great. Yeah. 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 Donovan. I, pre- I appreciate using our shampoo and our, our conditioner and we, we, got, we got a whole line of stuff coming out. Uh, yeah. We, we need like an online store for all of our, all of our goodies. Um, we'll start off with uh, my main man, Xavier Worthy, this guy, uh, big play threat, big play, a little slender, uh, about 6'1", 172, so a little, sl- could, could use some extra weight, and I think he'll, they'll add it on the NFL, they'll probably pack on, you know, probably another 10, 15 pounds once he gets to the pros, and so I used his NFL comp as Jamison Williams from the Lions, I know Jamison doesn't play a ton, I get it, you know, suspension and injury and all, you know, there's been a lot of goofy stuff, but when the guy's on the field, the guy scored three touchdowns and, and, and he's had six catches, three touchdowns. That's, that's efficiency right there. That's the kind of efficiency we're talking about with Xavier worthy. Um, I say that based on, uh, you know, being able to get off the line, just the, 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 the speed four two nine forty time. I mean, just blazer, which is super fast. Um, PFS, sorry, PFF has him ranked, uh, number 33 and uh, the number seven, <laughs> The number seven receiver uh, right now he's project NFL draft buzz has him like the 30th, you know, going 30th to probably Philly, you know, somewhere in that range, which I mean, that, that wouldn't be a bad spot. I, I don't think they need him. I mean, they already have Devonte Smith and AJ. I, 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 I think, uh, you know, if he's, you know, late first round pick, I think the chiefs could use him, uh, team him up with Rishi rice, get rid of some of these scrubs. They have like sky Moore. get him out of here. Guy's awful. Hardman. You can't. It's hard. Yeah, but Michael Hardman. Uh, yeah, but Michael Hardman. Yeah, he's he's another scrubby guy that gets he gets look MVS. These guys all get looks because it's Mahomes. Like anywhere else, they they're scrubs. You know, they just are. MVS had his moment in the sun. Get him out of here. One good game out of here. Uh, but uh, last year at Texas, like he, he doesn't have a crazy stat line or anything. Uh, he had sixty grabs. Um, a little less than 800 yards, um, nine touchdowns last year. The average, you know, not that great. I, I but I think it's going to translate to the NFL more, even this year. Um, you know, 34 grabs, uh, you know, about four, 450 yards receiving, a couple touchdowns. Uh, he had a big game against OU at eight grabs, 108 yards, and that that Oklahoma loss. But uh, I I think they they're thinking that that this is going to translate more. Like he's not one of these big stat college guys. That's going to like Jake Bobo. I mean, Jake Bobo put up what, you know, over 700 yards at UCLA. He didn't put up a 1400 yard, 17 touchdown season. Cause we've seen, I mean, what, what's Quentin Johnston doing? Quentin Johnston had a huge stat line at TCU and he ain't doing, he ain't doing shit for, you know, the Chargers right now. So just, you look at the, you look at the number, the numbers, they're kind of pedestrian, but just ignore that. Go watch the. Go watch him on YouTube. Go watch some of the clips. Guy is a burner. He's got. He's got strength. He, you know. Uh, just. He's got the. He's got the total package. I. I, I really think, and I think he's going to be a steal. If he's an early second round pick, late first round pick, I think that's where he belongs. You know, he's not. He's not Harrison Jr. He's not neighbors. So we talked about last week. He's not one of those guys. Uh, Odunzi from uh, Washington. He's not one of those guys. But you know, being, you know, the. 30th to 45th pick somewhere in there. I, I think he'd find a nice spot. Kind of like Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed, Reed was a second round pick from the Packers. Yeah. You know, I, I think I think that'd be that's he, they're they're different players, but you get the you get the draft position. Like with the kind of impact player he could be his rookie season, you know, something like a Jaden Reed. But I think like body type, 
skill set, it's more in line with Jamison Williams from the Lions. Yeah, it's not. Uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty close. I mean, he, he's he's five eleven. I think Jamison Williams is a little bit taller. I think he's like six one. I believe. I don't. Uh, I didn't get there his uh specs but i think he might- they're, they're both they're both they're both six they're both six one. Oh, so um the information i got he's like 511 but maybe he's maybe he's different oh. height wise but yeah i wasn't sure what i got and he was 511 but maybe he's six one i'm not sure offhand but um but yeah i mean with with uh really being actually in his texas passing game you know they're I mean, they're tenth overall with 468 yards per game, which is it's not it's not shabby at all. It's not not bad. Um, right right now, he's only 40. Actually, country wise, he's only he's he's top 34. It, he has 545 yards receiving, which is with you would think he would be a little bit better than what he um, has now. You know, you would think he would have at least 600, 700 yards with, you know, with his capabilities in this Texas offense. But, you know, with them not having their main QB now, I mean, they're going to they're have to they're going to have to go to with a different backup quarterback now because uh, they might be putting in the Archie to the Manning or one of the other guys now. So that, I don't know if his uh, his production wise will dip because of that now. Um but overall total, he's seen he's seen 40 receptions total through through 2023. Um, but he's actually 32nd in the country for um, um, receptions per game at, at five. So I mean, he's seen a little bit. I mean, I would I wouldn't I would like to see that actually being more um, receiving game about 77 yards per game. Yeah, my I was, I was gonna say quick. I was gonna say quick, Jay. My my stats are from the previous game, so I yeah, that's my fault. I I uh, didn't get his last game in there, so it, so it's not four fifty three. It's five forty five, like Jay said, and he's got four touchdowns instead of three. So that's yeah. that um, wasn't including their their most recent game from this past weekend. Yeah. Um. So I mean, from what I've seen, the only standout game he actually had was the game at Oklahoma with a hundred and eight yard, hundred eight yard game, no touchdown in that one. So I mean, that's the only game I've seen so far that he stand out. He had over hundred yards, and you know, I would figure this guy would be a double, you know, double reception or not a double touchdown kind of guy. Um, but his uh, his yards per catch is thirteen point six three, which is forty sixth in the country. So I mean, this guy is in the top you know, top 50 in the country for what, you know, his stat wise, you know, being with Texas. Um, I would, I mean, I would like to see him do a little bit more, but I mean, that's just me, you know, for being a dynasty guy and looking at him, it's like, do I, is he worth, is he worth for me to draft him in our, in our rookie draft more than likely um, on draft buzz. That's kind of one of my favorite places to kind of look at for all these guys. Um, when you're scouting the webs, you know, I think that's for me, I, I like that site myself. Um, they have him ranked fourth, so he's behind uh, Marvin Marvin Harrison, Amika Buka, and Leon Coleman from you know Florida Florida State. Um, but um, overall rank, he's actually 16th. But in actually in the wide receiver rank, he's he's number fourth. So I mean, he could he could be a first. He's probably a first rounder, but maybe a maybe in that mid tierish, probably more than likely. So, I mean, he could probably, I mean, this guy could land maybe with the Bengals Steelers. The, I mean, I hate to say it, but the, maybe the Ravens, 
you know, so I mean, if they fall in those, that's could be some possible landing candidates. You know, I'm just trying to, you know, take a good gander overall. Um, you know, even though his he has his weaknesses are he's you know he's a small frame kind of guy. Um, he's kind of more of an intermediate wide receiver. I mean, he's not the deep threat kind of a guy. Um, but you need probably when he gets to the NFL, he would probably end up bulking up some. So I mean, that should help his his uh, stature a little bit. You know, so hopefully that uh, you know he's only 20 years old too. I mean, he's he's a, he's a young kid, so he's not he hasn't put on the the muscle mass that most of these wide receivers end up you know putting on when they go to the NFL. Um, the plus side, I mean, he's got excellent he's got excellent ball skills, um, tracking ball skills. Um, he's he's pretty much aware of his surroundings, so I mean, he's, he'll leave enough room for you know a good catch on the between the sidelines and stuff like that. Um, so he just he'll leave himself enough space. For, for good sweet catches for those highlight reels, you know, that you see on SP, ESPN or whatever. Um, and he's a skill route, you know, his skill route, he's a skill route runner. So, I mean, he's good. Not, not, not bad overall, just kind of digging into him. Um, I mean, there, I mean, there's, I mean, everyone's going to have a few weaknesses and, you know, and plus sides to them all. I mean, that's just the part of the game and, you know, digging into these prospects and stuff like that and see where they, what offenses they, you know, best fit into and whatnot. And depends on if the team matchup works for them as well. I think, I think he'd be scary in Miami. If you, you know, at least one year of Tyreek Waddle and, and worthy. That sounds like a law firm, Hill Waddle and worthy. Uh, (laughs) that, That would be, the, the kind, the kind of you think the running's, but you think the running backs have speed. Yeah, you think the running, you think the two running backs got speed. You put these three receivers out there, and my and Miami's realistic. I mean, they might make a deep run in the playoffs. You know what I mean? They might if he he go, you know, if he keeps his stock keeps rising, you know, at the combine and and you know maybe second half of the year with Texas, he you know has a good bowl game, has a good you know, I maybe he goes twenty eighth to Miami. You know, if the Dolphins make the divisional or AFC title game or something, you know, somewhere in that range, I think I think he'd be lethal, and they they they'd be stupid not to. I know they want help on the defense, I get it, and but but I mean that's just the explosion, kind of like what what Minnesota is doing. I mean, you get explosive receivers, or even yeah, like you were saying, Cincinnati to replace Higgins. You know, if they if Cincinnati kind of gets out of that that range that neighbors range or. You know, uh, Coleman from um, Florida State. You know, kind of, kind of one of those guys. If they fall to the end of the first round, worthy be a great replacement for T. Higgins. Yeah, him and Chase. Yeah. I, I like yeah. some of these combos here. Yeah, I know it's getting to be way too many. Um, yeah. We'll answer some. We'll answer some questions in the chat here in just a moment. We're just about done wrapping this up, and then we'll we'll um, answer some of your guys' questions here quick too before we jump on off and get. To the rest of our lives after yeah. this, <laughs> but yeah, I think that kind of covers everything. I mean, Worthy is uh, you know high high draft high draft pick this upcoming year, um, but yeah, it's I like I kind of like what he's seeing. I don't know. I I'm gonna gonna have to see where he lands first of all, and and then I think we'll probably I know we'll end up diving into him this summer. So I mean, this is something we'll probably dive into this summer, yeah, and yeah. I I just. As of right now, I'd like to see more from Worthy 
just stat wise and see if his production kind of boosts up a little bit or it, or if it falls yeah. off a little bit, you know, with the change of quarterback coming in now. Um, he did, other- Jay, Jay, he, Jay, Jay, he did, he did have 12 touchdowns as a freshman though. So he is capable yeah. of, of putting up some high, high TD numbers. Yeah, I did see that too. I mean, the last couple of years weren't double digits, but I think the year before he had maybe nine, I think. Somewhere, somewhere around there. So it kind Last of dipped off. Yep. yep. So I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was the quarterback play from the year before too, as well. I think he ended up transferring out or got drafted or one one of those two. I can't remember exactly, but I mean, other than that, I think that just overall, I think that wraps up our whole uh, Xavier worthy NFL comp. So we appreciate everybody joining in and tuning in to our our comp of our Emerson Williams to Xavier Worthy. And now we'll answer a couple questions before we jump up out of here. Well, Jay's thinking of that. Uh, if you guys are interested in next week's show, um, we'll be doing the college spotlight again. We'll be talking about Blake Corum, uh, running back from Michigan. You know, he's he's a he's a higher profile name, especially last year. His his draft stock would have been a lot higher in twenty. You know, he had to come out in twenty twenty two. All right. So, uh, but yeah. Uh, after last season, I should say. So Corum and Michigan, we're uh, talking about him. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. We'll get back into the running back room and and talk, uh, talk some running back. Uh, so Blake Corum from Michigan will be up next on deck. Yes. Um, Donovan actually says, since we um, – Donovan says McBride is a definitely definitely a number one pickup there. Um, team issues pending. Yeah, and we mentioned that too as well. Um Cohen, it's nice to see you. Um, his question is, my tight end is Logan Thomas. Should I spend a good amount of fab on Dalton Kincaid? Um, and he also uh, goes no. he, has, he has $50 of $200 remaining on his fab. $50? Uh, and- no, no, not on not on Kincaid. There's not that, honestly, may, maybe in a couple of years. You know there'll be a, there'll be a gap like Kincaid would have you know expanded himself into into the top you know top ten range, but right now he's is a rookie and he had a couple good games, but he's been banged up too. Uh, I don't yeah I don't think there's that big of a difference right now at this moment between Logan Thomas and and Kincaid. I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. I mean if he he's probably wondering if he he wants to pick up another tight end for just in case Logan does he wants to swap maybe swap out a per, another person. Um. Donovan says he he would actually spend McBride over McKenna, and I was just actually going to say that too. We um, if he didn't uh, catch our waivers, we mentioned um, McBride. He actually um, Ertz is actually going on IR for four weeks, which in turn will help McBride's you know targets go up. Um, and, that, and that's probably the direction I would go. I mean, I if you didn't draft Kincaid already, and you've been holding on to him. You know, some of some of us, you know, I've been debating if I should drop him because I still have Kincaid in some of my leagues, a few of my leagues. And I was, you know, I'm debating on dropping him, even though this was one game. I would actually have to see another game like this to actually say he's relevant for fantasy. I think I think in a deep league, 16 man, hold on to him. But if you, you have him in a 10 or a 12, you can find a comparable tight end. Like that's available. Uh, Ten or twelve, I I would you know if it's a redraft year to year, I would drop Kincaid. Absolutely, I I I don't think 
Uh, yeah, yeah, McBride, McBride's just as good of an option, and he's available. And we we were just talking about that. He's pretty much available in any size league. So, and you don't have to spend anything. Yeah. So, I mean, if you if you want to try to get Kincaid, ten dollars, I'd maybe try to bid to see if you can actually get him. I wouldn't go, use the rest of your fifty dollar bid on him. Maybe yeah, maybe break, throw a couple. Throw, maybe if you wanted to throw a couple dollars on him and see if you can. If you can get him, I wouldn't be heartbroken, but I would probably try to chase McBride myself. And, you know, I would, if you never know, somebody might have, somebody might drop a tight end. So maybe without having to use your rest of your budget there, there could be another guy you could probably just pick up without using your budget because, you know, you got the rest of the year coming up too, as well. I know I've been trying to watch my budget here too, as well, just because second half has come in and there might be a guy you actually you might pass up on because you have no budget but you know i i would i would maybe just toss a couple dollars if you need it but i would i would look at uh mcbride that's just me though yeah because because there's more tight ends out there if this was a running back if this was like a hot running back that you had you had to have and you had probably eight other guys in your league bidding for then then yeah i get you know throwing you know, throwing 30 of your 50 at something like that. And like, Hey, I, I gotta, I gotta get this one. I got, this is, this is a game changer. Dalton Kincaid's not a game changer this year. So I, yeah, I, like Jay was yeah, saying, 10 not, bucks or less. Don't are going yeah. to go that route. Like, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't try to spend too much on them. That's, it's just me though. Um, Cause I already have him in some leagues and I'm kind of hesitating on actually dropping him because I'm like, he's kind of almost wasting his space, but I mean, it was a bad. This was a good outing to see from him, but I, if I like to see maybe one more to actually say he's slop him in your rot, you know, your week for your week. But I hope that kind of helps you out, Cohen. Appreciate you actually coming back again. Nice seeing you. Yes. Hope you come back, come back again next Tuesday. Maybe jump in there a little bit earlier. I don't know if you work or what, but jump in, come back and jump in the show a little bit earlier. You know, come and join the chat. Donovan's here out most times, so chit chat with him in the in the live chat below. Um, but yeah, I think that kind of wraps up everything, wraps up everything. We already kind of gone long, try to make it a shorter show this time, but, you know, with us, it ends up going to be a little bit longer than normal, but, uh, I will. So if you guys don't want to catch everything, time codes will be in, um, after the show and yeah, I think that kind of covers everything. Is there anything else you want to say quick before we get up out here? Yeah. Yeah, no, I want to just say thank everybody for tuning in. You know, as always, you know, we always always have a good time here. And like I said, you can go back, like I was saying at the beginning of the show, you can go back, you can watch some of the old episodes, uh, especially the, the a lot of the good content from this summer. You know, and we're like I said, we are being proven more and more right as the weeks go on with a lot of these guys. We we we, we saw it. we did. I went I went, we went Nostradamus. We saw we saw a lot of this stuff coming. So uh, go and check out a lot of that stuff. And Spotify is just our personal preference. So Spotify is probably the easiest place, or you know YouTube, something like that. Um, but yeah, if you want a little preview for next week, Blake Corum running back from Michigan. We're gonna we're gonna uh, dive into him. Do some Week Nine uh, DFS bargains. Uh, you're gonna run it back again. What you'll do some more waivers, baby. You know, yep. midway point of the season, uh, you, you see where your uh, where your fantasy team is at. You know, you got to make some, you got to make some deal, you know, wheel and deal a little bit. I think the fantasy trading deadline's Halloween, isn't it? I'm not sure. You have to look at some of your like leagues for, too. For, as well. 
Yeah. Well, well let's just say most that. leagues, the trading deadlines next week. So that'll be big too. When we talk waivers. Yep. Yep. And we'll get onto that uh, next week. So it'll be a big show. And we're actually gonna do a special edition. We're gonna do a Monday. Uh, we're doing Monday next week because we, Halloween, you know, we let, let you guys spend time with your kids or your family, go out trick-or-treating if you've got younger ones. And so we're going to do a special edition Monday show. So we'll we'll kind of talk, you know, the Monday night football game will be going on during during our show. So we'll try to work that in a little bit too. But uh, yeah, definitely trade deadlines coming up. Uh, week nine, waivers, uh, DFS bargains. You know, somebody's going to pop. It always happens. There'll be somebody, we you know, under the radar that we didn't see coming. So, and we'll talk about them i'll give give out my gold star and uh you know we'll, we'll run this back again but yeah i want to thank everybody for tuning in yep i'm I'm sorry there was no ghost in segment this week just just because the week was kind of crappy and we just some other stuff i wanted to put my attention we'll to. we'll have time we'll have time next week we'll, yep. we'll have time next week you know jay, jay yeah we'll, we'll bring back we, we know everybody loves the ghost in segment i do so we'll, we'll bring we'll bring that puppy back <laughs> all right guys we appreciate it um we appreciate everybody's time thank you for joining our the live chat and uh we'll see you guys next tuesday so i'm jamie that's eli we're out of rhythm monday monday jay oh monday okay sounds good yep. all right we'll, we'll, we'll see you guys next monday then so until then stay tuned keep get that get that bell like subscribe we'll see you guys later yeah